This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Well, hey, uh, welcome to the show today. It's great to have you on the show today. We're excited to have you here. Philip and I are excited. Um, so much goodness to come out of this conversation. Just like always, welcome to the war room. Thank yeah. you, David Philip. I'm excited to get into this. What diamonds yeah, we have? Yeah. I, I have to ask. Uh, is my favorite question to ask uh, up front, and that is, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? I don't actually. I'm the first. So okay. Yeah. Now, what what has that been like in interaction with your family? Because it, what I've seen as a trend is it's not always easy to be the only entrepreneur in your family. You might be the exception to the rule, but usually those conversations tend to be hard when you can see so much potential in the people around you uh, and you want to pull them up because it's not easy doing it alone. Is that something that you've faced? Yeah, it's kind of like trying to swim from Cuba to Miami, right? Like, <laughs> it's it's work. So yes, I some days I feel like I'm drowning in my family and others I just say, well, there's a lifeboat if you want it. So it's been work. But I also realize that it's, it's a hustle that I've chosen. I love it. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, now, how is it that you transitioned into because I'm, I'm assuming unless you've been an entrepreneur since you were a kid, I'm saying at some point you made the choice to to go beyond what was known in the environment that you were growing up in? Yeah, 100%. You know, I grew up with undocumented parents. I'm of Mexican descent. So both my parents are from Mexico and I'm a dual citizen. So even though I'm a native to Los Angeles and LA and my, my entire educational system has been here, the mindset has been just survive with my parents. And when I discovered that, I'm like, I don't just want to survive. I want to thrive. I had to make that very clear distinction in between, do I really want to work for somebody for the rest of my life and retire and then just die? Or do I want to create my own abundance and my own path? Yeah. Yeah. And and so that was what, like high school, college? Yeah, great question. So actually, mm-hmm. my path is a little non-traditional. Um, I actually was a barber and hair and makeup artist for 10 years. So I actually worked for Floyd's Barbershop for 10 years. I faded up men insanely amount uh, to pay for college. I have absolutely no debt. I'm part of the 1% of Latinas in the United States with a master's degree plus with no student loan debt. I probably did a total of like 5,000 fades over 10 years. And you know what I learned more than anything about entrepreneurship is people don't buy a product, merchandise or service, they buy you. So for me, the haircuts, they were just a cherry on top, but the conversation, the the support, the intense connection I had with these men that I was helping look handsome and fantastic on the outside, I actually helped them figure out when they talked to me about the wife, the lover, the girlfriend, and you know, all of it at the same time. <laughs> so I, I learned that that's entrepreneurship. And from there, I learned I was an unpaid therapist. So then I went back <laughs> to school. And I was a psychotherapist for 10 years, listening to people's shit, right? Helping them out. <laughs> and then now... Um, <laughs> 
I'm so excited because in exactly a week, I'll be retiring at 35 on my 35th birthday. Next Monday, I'll be retiring as a psychotherapist and going full force into the high ticket world and VC funding. So that's my Whoa. path. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. That's actually really exciting. I did. Um, wow. So many things to, to, to take from that. Uh, number one, congratulations. And thank you for putting, putting people on the map about what it means to bootstrap your life, like literally worked your ass off and you've got no debt. You're in a position where you're exactly where you want to be. It sounds like, and that's not easy. So I imagine there's some mindset behind that. How, where did you get, if you come from, and I also am of Mexican descent. Uh, so if you come from that, how did you pull away from that and break away from any mental barriers that may be culturally upheld because there do tend to be those. Yeah. You know, you're not wrong, Philip. And here's what I'll say. I don't think it was uh, like how I pull from it more than anything. I saw either the cup half full or half empty. So for me, I thought to myself very deeply, like, why did my parents come here? They struggled to be here. Like my dad came with like 50 bucks in a dream, you know, like 50 bucks in the pocket ain't much. But I look at his struggle and his resourcefulness and I say, if I'm a citizen and I got all this education and all this ABC after my name, I can make it happen, right? It's kind of like when you look to the guy to your left, like he doesn't miss any of the resources. He's just lazy. He just doesn't want to do it. So for me on the seventh day, when people are like, Z, you need to rest. I understand, but I don't want to work forever. So hell yeah, for me to have like the four hour work week, I'm going to work my ass off for these years and then I get the fruit of my labor. And now it's harvest time at 35. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can just hear a hunger coming yeah. through, like the coming through you. That's just what it is. Like you said, that some people just don't want it as bad and you did. That's right. And, okay. Right on. So now, and, and unless Jason, you want to interject, I have another question lined up, but if you've got something, I, I want to make sure. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there really. Right. So when you like look at that journey and, and unpack that whole journey, right. There's tons and tons of failure points in there, right. Yes. Lots of them. There's lots of points of failure <clears throat> and there's nobody in the world that'll ever convince me they didn't get through something without it being a struggle without there being failure all these things, right? That's just for the movies, right? So um, we've all experienced these moments where it's like, do I want to get back up, right? That ninth time, you just got your head freaking kicked in, right? And you go, do I want to get up? But when you're a business owner, you don't have a choice. There's nowhere else to go. You have to get up, dust your shit off and move out, right? So, you know, when I look at stories of all of our stories are similar, there's just a different narrative, right? So, but they're all very similar and they all have the same resonating thing. And that is struggle, right? There was a struggle somewhere and the difference between an employee and an entrepreneur or a business owner is you took a different path to struggle a different way. An employee still struggles. <laughs> it's just, it's a, just a different struggle, right? So I'd rather work 80 hours a week for myself than 40 hours to make somebody else rich. 
right. That's right. I agree. So, you know, it's really about the journey and not the destination, right? So focus on the journey, not the destination. The destination just comes, but you got a great story. You, uh, you made it here and I can feel your drive. It's oozing out of your system and (laughs) don't, don't lose that. Don't ever lose that. Keep that fire burning in your belly. Yeah. Thank you for that. Jason. And you know, I agree. I think if you're getting your ass kicked in the ring and there's people in the audience, their opinion does not matter because they're not getting their ass kicked in the ring with other entrepreneurs. So for me, and you're absolutely right, I think the hardest hit I've ever gotten is I was running two whole ass companies as a CEO, and then my dad dies in 90 days. I got to get the hell up because you got to just still make it happen. There's only so much systems, delegation, and automation can help you with. But at the end of the day, when you have true leadership and you're leading your pack of alphas that lead other people, you got to get up and you hit it right on the mark. Entrepreneurs don't have a choice. They just make it through that part. Mm. That's heavy. Yeah. Okay. But it's real. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, yes, it is. that is the reality that entrepreneurs must deal with. And mm-hmm. there's exciting news. I, correct me if I, if I misheard, but you're stepping into VC funding now? That's right. Yeah. A little bit of that in seed funding. And a lot of people laugh and they're like, Z, like, why is seed funding? And, you know, the term that we use in economics or business is not the same as my seed funding. So I'm realizing in a wide scope economic global impact that, you know, seed funding is actually as entrepreneurs, as global leaders and thoughts that our children are the best thing to invest in. That's the seed you want to fund the correct way. And I feel like a lot of family futures are at stake here because they're not realizing that you can make 200 mil a month or whatever, but do your kids hate your guts? And if they do, are you really rich? Are you really successful? So for me, that's where I'm going in the VC funding to really fundraise and really gain capital on a venture level and global to impact different families so they actually see the, the, the vision of what that looks like in a healthy system. Many business owners, when you look behind the scenes and behind the window, their life is a hot mess. And that's nothing of what is shown. People only like to show the glitter parts, the shiny parts. I've seen the other side in corporate consultation because I know the emotional side. I know the consultation on, hey, I'm doing really great and I'm killing it in sales, but my wife is leaving me. And this is the third one. I've seen that. Yeah. All right. No, you're right. There's definitely something missing in uh, in the U.S. At least, as, uh, from what I've seen and gathered, that the family values system uh, has been rocked for a while now. And yeah, it is rare the entrepreneur that can do it all and somehow find a balance, while not exactly balanced, and maybe disproportionate in one area or the other. But they've been able to not lose the thread of a loving family and that really is worth its weight in gold. You're right. As someone who didn't grow up with a family, I guarantee I can understand how important it is to actually have that part of your life there. Uh, so that's exciting. And I'm glad that someone's stepping up to do that. It, it really falls under a lot of mental health that I think entrepreneurs across the board could use some help with. Uh, it's one of those things where like, they might live in quiet depression for years, you know, without making this too deep. But yeah, no, I I 100% am thrilled to hear that that's where you're investing your energy and time because 
what should entrepreneurs be doing? Solving real problems. That's a real problem. So that's exciting. Uh, is there anything in particular we should know about the, like the name of the fund you're starting or anything like that? Yeah, you know what? I, I actually haven't thought of a name, but I'll tell you this. Um, it's taken me a while to really understand what is it that I want? Do I want money or do I want impact? Because some days God comes in and some days the devil comes in. They both they go hand in hand, right? So I've had to work really hard in understanding, well, if it's impact I want, what's my purpose? And I'm very, very clear and clarity is power. So my purpose in life is to die more healed and wounded. And my mission is to help other people do the same thing. And if when I die, I am more just like this much more healed, I've done my job and along the way impacted billions of people. So I'm not going to make billions just to like stack it in the bank or stack it in stocks, right? It's how many people am I going to impact around the world? It's my legacy when I die. That's what yeah. I'm excited about. Yeah. Okay. And now yeah. if you footprint. had print, Oh yeah. Yeah. There it goes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jason. <laughs> That's the footprint. I always say, you know, uh, the, the biggest thing I want to leave is a footprint is a, the biggest damn footprint I can leave like a size can't even make it just huge, right? And huge footprint. <laughs> and so, yeah. And some people call it a legacy, but I, I don't think they're the same. They're not mutually exclusive um, because a legacy is, you know, your family and all that. I strive to affect the entire world. And that is a true footprint. <laughs> well, vision. For I sure. love it, Jason. Same here. You know, yeah. it's funny if you if you ever meet me in person or people that are listening have ever seen me. I'm super tiny. I'm four eleven and one ten, but I got a big energy. And when people meet me, they're like, "Whoa, like that's insane!" Like all that is there, and I'm like, "Yes," because when I wake up in the morning, I remind myself, "Do or die." This is hard, but the vision is where it's at. In Spanish, Jason, we actually said um, "pisar grande," which means to leave like a massive like footprints. It's the I was here before you die. Mm. There you go. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, it, yeah. It's there's just something there's just something about certain people are just built different and the way they can just get up and they're already. It's almost like they know they like they intuitively deep 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 down inside know there's only so much time and that time can't be wasted. Other people, majority of the people, don't know that and they don't mind waking up and. Maybe scrolling through Instagram, you know, <laughs> maybe getting up finally, you know, like, no, it's a, it's a different class of human. It's just, it's just exactly what it is. It has nothing to do with, it's just the biological thing. Probably same kind of people that can sleep like three hours and be ready to go again. It's just this hunger, this drive, this sense of mission and purpose that you cannot teach. That's just a fact. You can learn a lot about entrepreneurship and, and, and make lots of mistakes and get better. There are certain things that are just edges, just like sports has people who might be tall and how that gives them an advantage. And let's, let's say basketball or uh, long muscle fibers and, and short muscle fibers for contractions in, in every other sport. And then there's people who could just sleep less and get up ready to go a lot more than other people. And that's just what I'm getting here. Um, and so congratulations on your fund. I want to say if you could speak again to your 18 year old self, what would you say to yourself as a young leader that was would be and coming up? Are there any like one, two, or just remember this one thing? You know what? I would literally tell myself, girl, it's not that serious. Have some more fun. I think what I did is I took such a good track of like, it's funny, but my older sister, we're 15 years apart. 
and she got pregnant really young, like right out of high school. So my parents having me and my little sister, they're like, you guys, like we did something here. Like we got to rearrange this, right? So they told us, um, you can stay in the home. We're not going to charge you rent, but you got to work and you got to go to school. And if you don't do either, you're out, like you're out and it's not a joke. And my parents were very firm on that. So we learned the hustle really early on. So I tell my 18 year self, have fun, chill, live a little. I think the number one thing that I haven't had enough of in my life is like just play, just receiving. And that's why I told you at the very beginning of this interview, like I have one job right now in my entire life just to receive. And then after that, have my twins, have my life partner and just kick it like in the Caribbean. Just have fun on my yacht. That's it. <laughs> this is my life in like three, four years. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. There's there's definitely a, a great reminder there to remember to have fun. As I said, most entrepreneurs do live in depression state secretly um, and then they suffer with their family. And so it's cool to not only have an impact mission, impact driven mission to go and help those families, but also to stand as an example and say, I'm going to have more fun because life should be more fun, especially when you get to do what you want to do on your own terms. Don't take it so seriously. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, and, with, and, and with that, I have two questions left. Uh, and I just want to make sure before I ask that if Jason, if you have anything, uh, or should I just move into those last two? Well, I want to say this one last thing, and that is, you know, being a CEO, president, business, whatever you want to call yourself, right? Grab a title and run with it, right? But uh, whatever that is, right? It can be very lonely, right? So what you have to do is build a community around you, right? And the beautiful thing is now you're part of our community, right? So, you know, you're no longer just by yourself um, or now you're part of this community, right? Of a lot of people that are here to support you, are here to be a part of your journey because a lot of people throw the word community around, right? But uh, like I posted on LinkedIn, a meme the other day, uh, that, uh, it's not really a community if you don't participate in it, <laughs> right? It's not right. A lot of people say, well, I'm part of this community. Well, are you really? Um, or are you just in the channel? Mm. Right. But do you actually participate in the community? Mm. I'm very active in my community. I'm very active in all my strategic partnership communities and all that stuff. And those are the things that make it not so lonely, right? Because <laughs> you have these interactions, these things like this, that I have Philip when a, a day is bad for me and I go, hey, bro, can you take, can you take one of these podcasts for me? I ain't going to make it. And, but that's the sense of community, right? Yeah. So it's always having that battle buddy to lean on, yes. right? Yes. And be able to go, today's a bad day because we all have them, right? We all have bad days or the internet's out like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, Still hurts, huh? <laughs> so, so there's there's these things like be a part of it, be a part of a community. And, you know, it's a receive, it's a give and take, right? Constant give yeah. and take. And when you truly find that, money is just a thing, right? It's all it is, is just uh, the universe, just slipping it in your back pocket, right? So 
that's yeah. the, 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 the fallout from doing good because mm. doing good is good business period. There we go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, I was, was going to yeah. say, Jason, uh, thank you so much for sharing that about community. You know, um, one thing I'd like to add to that is the participation in community also requires the communication. Community mm. comes from the word in Spanish, comunicar, which is to communicate. And if we don't communicate within that community, we could be there and just kind of wave our hand. But if we don't communicate what our needs are, what others need and ask, it also doesn't add to the community. So I hear you on that. It's knowing yeah. are we effectively engaging with them and connecting? Yeah. No, it's a fact. I got, I felt called out for sure. I can think of a few groups I'm a part of and I'm like, oh, I haven't, I haven't reached out in a while. So, so I, I definitely felt the burn. <laughs> um, with that said, Z, I, I have two last questions. Okay. Uh, first is where can people preferably for you, where can they reach you? Where is it your website? Is it a social channel? Yeah, you know what? I actually got really lucky. So there's this thing where my mom named me the only name in the world, which is actually here on the screen, Zlot. Um, it legit is the only one. So we got really great on branding where Zlot.com, Zlot on IG, Zlot on Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, anything you can think of across the board, you will Zlot, and it's the only one that pops up. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so preferably on your website or social media? Social media, like just shoot me a, a DM, like, hey, Z, heard you, you know, in the war room. It's great stuff. Got a couple questions. Love to connect. Let's network. And that's it. That's okay. how it works. Yeah. Right on. Um, and then there's this grand finale question I've asked everybody who's ever stopped by. I do hope that you indulge. You're welcome to pass. I, I, I try to tell people that, but I really do hope you indulge because I, I just think it just does so much when we hear the answers. Uh and there's no wrong answer. That's the crazy thing. So if you could have invited anybody in the world to be here today to sort of review some of what we talked about, maybe even join in on the conversation, who would you have loved to have had here ideally for you? And why do you think that is? Yeah, like that one's really simple for me. You know, um, I lost my dad 10 months ago and I would love to my dad to have been just a fly on the wall kind of listening more so because I'm getting interviewed left and right right now by a lot of panels of men. And, uh, in my culture, in my family, for our voice as women, we've been told, sit there and look pretty and that's your job and that's it. And I think that the one thing my dad really cultivated in me is like, honey, if you got the sauce, like let it let other people know. So it'd be my dad. I'd have him here as a fly on the wall and just kind of like, hey, honey, you got it. I love yeah. that. That's no, a great way to, to, to put a bow on this episode because that's what it's been. It's been a hunger. It's been a drive. It's been a, a willingness to go beyond. And most importantly, to do it in style. That's that's everything that came through. So thank you for those reminders. Yeah. That's my piece for the day, Jason. Any closing remarks? Yeah. I always like to say this. We have 168 hours in a week. Thanks for stopping by and spending this little tiny slice with us. Um, it was a pleasure having you on the show. And you you're rocking it. Keep rocking it. Don't let anybody get you down. Just just. Like my son says, do you boo, right? <laughs> my son tells me that all the time. Just do you boo, right? You know, go do you. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. So that's right. And Jason, Philip, thank you so much for having me. Um, I want to share with you guys that whether you guys know it or not, like on a daily, like this 
podcast impacts so many different people because then as I listen, I, you know, I send it to a friend of mine that's also an entrepreneur and they're having that shit day and they're like, yeah, I forgot how powerful we are. I forgot that as entrepreneurs, we go straight into traffic and it's insane and we do the same thing the very next day. So thank you for this platform as well that you guys continue to maintain and to inspire people. Let's go. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> hey, All right. thank you for stopping by the war room. Yeah. No worries. All Thank right. you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and get ready for um, my my teacher now, Foo, for some PR. So you guys will see me in a couple of things. Please feel free to reach out via email if you guys need anything within my network or my resources. The yeah. number one thing that I have is currency is humans. Humans just gravitate and we vibe. So if ever there's something you guys are needing for marriage, children, um, I don't know, understanding humans, I got you. It could be anything, okay? Awesome. Awesome. Right. Bye, gentlemen. See you. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Llanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.